Bruh, are we feeling a little frazzled, a little all over the place, overworked, and you just don't even know what to pull the plug on because everything feels important, and yet you're this exhausted, tired shell of a human. You're always going, you're ticking all the to-dos, you're keeping up, and you're, you're so grateful for the life that you've built, but oh my God, will the list ever stop? Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Will your poor brain ever get a break of always having to know the next step? When was the last time you were able to just sit down and be without any distraction? These are things I hear from my clients all the time, and I help them create more ease in the day. So let's share all of that goodness that I help with my clients to create more ease in your day. This doesn't mean that you're not grateful. This doesn't mean you want to give up the life you currently have. You just want a little bit of relief to breathe for a second. All right, let's chat about it, my friends. Hello. Did I even say hello this time? I got all came in all hot with that. Welcome back to Well with Michelle. I am so grateful you're here. Hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Let's talk about three super simple shifts that you can take today to alleviate some of the chaos while still getting your daily necessities done and while also getting the bigger things you want done. Okay, so we're going to break these down into three categories and then in each category there's a couple of things I want to go over with you. So the first one for that more easeful day where you feel present, you don't feel like you're just running from thing to thing to thing, where you can enjoy the micro moments, where you can sit down and actually eat and chew your meal is reducing decision fatigue. And this is a huge one. So with the decision fatigue, this is when you are just at your limit. If someone asks you one more thing or requires one more thing of you, you might explode. This can be your kid asking for a snack, your partner asking where the ketchup is in the fridge, your boss asking for an update on the project. You feel like you have nothing left to give. So let's minimize that. That is a huge stressor. A couple of ways we can eliminate that decision fatigue or at minimum reduce it is meal prepping. And don't go squirrely on me right away. I know a lot of people don't love meal prep. So let's just chat about our options here. Meal prep does not look need to look like the three containers a day for five days a week copy-paste recipes. I understand that a lot of people do not like that. That is a-okay. So if you like that style, that's personally how I choose to meal prep. Perfect. There you go. You're done. Get to meal prepping. If that's not your thing where you don't like having pre-made food, take a look in the fridge and think, What can I pre-make one thing ahead? So think of a carb that takes a little longer to cook. Maybe quinoa. Quinoa is delicious, but it takes forever to cook. Can I cook a whole batch of quinoa? Can I cook a whole batch of rice? What can I have ready in the fridge to make my steps one little bit easier? Can you potentially prep some of your protein? 
even if the dinner you cook tonight also covers dinner tomorrow night or covers lunch tomorrow? Can you pre-chop your veggies? What micro actions can you take to make it a little bit easier for when you come home at the end of a busy day and the last thing that you want to do is think of what meal you're going to make? It has got the process started for you. It's going to eliminate some of that. Now, if you're someone who is really preferable to fresh foods, you don't want to prep pre-prep anything, no problem. Try this at a minimum. Write down your meal plan for the week. And on Sunday, go out and buy all of your groceries for the entire week. And make it an action step that you write down. And don't just have a mental note. Have it written down either on your phone, a piece of paper in the counter, whatever it is. On Monday, I am making tacos. Tuesday is stir fry. That way when you come home and your brain is already at capacity, you can just read that note and you already have your marching order from future you who was a little bit calmer, a little bit more prepared. Help reduce some of that decision fatigue for ease. Now, the second thing that is huge for relieving decision fatigue in your day-to-day is stop answering people right away. Whether it is a question face-to-face, say thanks for asking, let me think about that and get back to you. You do not need to constantly have decisions and answers for everybody. You are allowed to take time and see what comes up, what you feel. Maybe you need a little bit of time to process. So that's face-to-face for removing that decision fatigue. Know that you do not have to answer people immediately. Now, when it comes to the phones, to the emails, enough with the 24-7 access to you. Hold that one to two business day rule for replies within reason. Obviously, urgent things get back to them right away. But there is no need to respond to the chitter chatter 24-7 Pick the one to two people that need access to you and put your phone on do not disturb. Set clear boundaries with people. The very first day my new boss started, I sent an email. He had asked for my phone number. I said, absolutely, here it is. Just so you know, I'm available from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. I am not available to talk outside of those hours. Set the standards. We're so scared to set boundaries with others. And I'm going to talk about this in the next point of we catastrophize what people are going to say to us. Now, if you bring it to a more personal level with your phone on, do not disturb, set clear expectations with your friends and your family. I've had this conversation with both of my friends and my family. They know that I am not available to them for fluff chat all the time. Of course, I'm still available to them. I have close relationships with them all, but I am not available to chitter chatter when my mind's at capacity and I've had an incredibly full week. I am not available for chitter chatter, texting, memes, gifts when I'm in the middle of my work day, when I'm building my dream. So stop giving everyone 24 hour access to you and pull that decision fatigue back by maybe even having set times in the day where you check email, especially, but even you could do that with texts. I check them once in the morning, once in the evening. So moving on to this next one, speak your needs. 
If you are too tired to go to the event, say it. Hey, thanks for the invite. I'm at capacity this week, but I would love to come next time. If you are overworked at work and can't possibly take on another project, say it. I am currently working on X. Would you like me to prioritize this or Z? If you need more support from your partner with the house, say it. Babe, I'd like to chat about splitting the chores in a different way. I've been feeling pretty depleted with the load lately. If you don't show up and speak your needs, you are going to continue in this spiral of running like a chicken with your head cut off. You and your needs are no less worthy and important than those around you. And the further you push your needs away, you become a less ideal version of you. And I don't mean that in an unkind way. I mean that you are stealing your essence, your goodness, your energy, your light to try to meet all of these other needs. And it's not human to be able to meet all of the needs that this day-to-day society demands. Start setting boundaries and recognizing when you need to take a break. Think of it this way. Are you a more patient and loving partner or parent when you are well rested or when you are at your absolute limit? Do you want to show up and snap at the people you love most because you want to prove that you can do it all because you don't know how to speak up for yourself? Of course not. And you are not intentionally doing that, but that is what you're choosing every time you push yourself beyond capacity. Another view of this, when you jam pack yourself with an excess load of work, your quality of work goes downhill. I don't care who you are. There is so many studies on this. We all have limits and the more space for creativity and flow, the higher quality of work. So ask yourself, am I working just to take boxes? Am I working just to fill space? Am I working just to say that I did it? Or am I working to create a result, to expand, to grow, to make an impact? And my friend, I know it can be scary to set those boundaries at first, especially with bosses, but start small. Start with your friend, the one that's always accepting of your ideas and set a boundary with them. And it's just a practice, just something really little. Hey, I'm no longer going to text you after 8 p.m. I'm working on building my boundaries. Can you help me out with that? Okay. Of course, they're going to support you through that. Practice with your partner. Practice with your kids. Put it where it's a really safe, easy start. And then work up to the big, scary email of, hey, I'm not available after 4 p.m. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the morning. (laughs) All right. The third way that we are going to create more ease, more flow, less insanity in our day is decluttering. The more stuff we have in our homes, the more stuff we need to dust, to tidy, to shift, to organize, it is consuming our extra time. Do we want to dust that little knickknack that we don't even like for the hundredth time? Or do we maybe want to play a game with our partner? Do we want to sit in the bath and not talk to anybody? Do we want to make our favorite batch of cookies? 
a common default I see because this is an already organized community. We are not worried about being disorganized, but we organize the junk instead of getting rid of the junk. So my friend, I'm here to remind you, the solution is not more labeled bins. It's less stuff. We know from lots of studies that children play and learn and grow better with less. And we also know that adults focus, create, and accomplish effective work with less stuff. An easy, non-overwhelming way to kind of get started on this and put it into action today is to just clean out one drawer. It doesn't even have to be the really crazy uh, junk drawer that we've all got in our kitchens. Let it be something pretty simple and then let that be good enough for today. And then tomorrow, do another drawer and another drawer. Slowly make your way through the house. And I want you to be careful with this because in this community, we're high performers. Our issue is not doing, it's overdoing. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm calling you out because I know I would do the same thing. Don't go full tilt on this declutter thing and let it be yet another thing that has overwhelmed you. Micro actions for the win. We're starting to get to know each other a little bit here. And you know this, I've said it in every single episode already, micro actions for the win. I'm going to wrap it up there because my voice has decided we're done talking for the day. That's fair. It is Friday the day I'm recording this and I think it's about time to wrap up for the day. But that being said, your normal day-to-day does not have to be this chaotic shit show, for lack of better words. Did you know that you can actually like your life? That it doesn't have to be this hurricane of chaos? But it will take some big changes and many, 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 many micro changes. So you got to decide what's more worth it. What is more worth it? Do I want peace in my day-to-day? I'm going to choose to take action on some of these steps then. All right, you got this. If you want some super handy little hacks for keeping an organized house or just even little life hacks, I've got an entire highlight reel on my page on Styles Coaching, S-T-I-L-E-S Coaching, on my Instagram, and it's just all of these amazing little habit hacks I've collected over the years. So go get inspired there, implement them, learn some fun new things, some fun new ways to declutter your home, create some space, create some ease, because oh my god, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate gift in this life is a peaceful present life, and I'm learning that big this year. Have a great day, you guys. If you want to know a little bit more about presence, I have already done an episode on that. Jump back to episode two and let's see if that serves you. Let me know what you think. I'm always open to chat. Come visit me at Styles Coaching and we'll catch you on the next one.